Welcome to another episode of the Quilty Friends Podcast with your host, Johnny Barfus. And here's Johnny. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quilty Friends Podcast. My name is Johnny Barfus. I'm the host of the Quilty Friends Podcast. And today I'm going to do a recap of my trip to QuiltCon 2023. And what is QuiltCon, you might ask? Well, I will uh, address that in a minute. Um, so today's episode is going to be all about kindness and just how important it is, how just how life-changing or how much we can affect someone's life, literally life-changing, just kindness, just by extending a hand, whatever, just by extending some kindness to someone. I'm going to tell you all about that as we get going. So again, my name is Johnny Barfus. I'm from Bountiful, Utah, uh, and this is the Quilty Friends podcast um, where we focus on making for mental health. Um, so today we're going to talk about kindness. I found this and it says, use your voice for kindness, your ears for compassion, your hands for charity, your mind for truth, and your heart for love. So QuiltCon 2023. What is QuiltCon, you might ask? QuiltCon is a convention for quilters that it's more of a modern quilting convention um so if you search quilt con on anything instagram search the web um you'll find just some amazing amazing works of art that are made uh in a modern way so what is modern quilting that's a whole nother topic but quilt con is a, a convention dedicated to the art of modern quilting, and it's has its tenth. This was its tenth year this year in Atlanta, and the tenth anniversary. And it was, I just, uh, I love going, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit too. I need to make sure I address that as my own, my own mental, uh, whatever anguish, um, going to shows. Right, I'm just gonna put my own junk. And put that up there. Okay. So, kidding to QuiltCon. Uh, I booked my flights last minute. I had a trip to Cincinnati scheduled to hang out with a friend. I'll talk more about Kelly and her beautiful quilt shop in outside Cincinnati in Kentucky. And um, so I booked my flights late. Uh, I had all connecting flights, so in a span of one week, I was on six different flights in six different cities. It was a little bit crazy, but it was all good. So um, I was to fly out last Wednesday, and that day in Utah, we just had we just got dumped on snow. We had like two feet of snow everywhere, a fresh powder, literally like. The mountains were covered, Park City, Salt Lake was even covered with snow. And so I was running around, getting ready to go on this trip. And I um, I drove a friend up to Park City to the Montage, which is actually a, which is a gorgeous hotel where I used to work. And 
Um, sorry. And I, so I, I had driven from Salt Lake up to Park City, dropped off my friend at the Montage, and then I was on my way back down to Salt Lake to get ready and packed. And I mean, I had all these things I was going to do, you know, finish some quilt con couture. I was making some jackets. I think I showed last time I saw my pink coat, which I'll show you in a second. And um, I went down a little, I went, I went up a, a hill of this crazy winding road. And then I was going down a steep, road and it was a one lane uh, just a little one lane road that was old 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 time park city um and it was one lane and i started to lose control as i went down so my brakes were not breaking i wasn't getting traction the road hadn't been plowed or whatever recently and so i was losing control of my car so as i go down this hill there's a car parked in the middle of the road and they're cleaning that car off so this car had they backed the car out of the driveway they clean it off in the road and then expect the road crews to come through and pick it up so i was feeling probably overconfident because i had driven up there and with no problems i was getting all around town that day with no problems i had uh all-wheel drive and newer tires they're not snow tires but anyway so I'm going down this hill. I feel it's inevitable that I'm going to hit this car. And again, there's these people, there's people shoveling um, snow on either side. They're shoveling their driveways and walks, whatever. And, but there's this car in the middle of the road that they're cleaning the snow off. And so to avoid hitting that car, I pulled into and hit a snow bank to stop me from going any further. So this is about, it's about six o'clock now um in park city and my flight is at 11 45 or so out of salt lake it's the jet blue red eye so uh there's my car in the snowbank and i was obviously shaken i was whatever flustered frustrated and i open my car and this girl just starts berating me for driving on the street that i shouldn't be on for um i shouldn't know how to drive. i don't know how to drive in the snow etc basically just yelling at me for driving on her street um so and that continued on with several other people um a girl came out of her house and said you could have hit my car i'm like your car wasn't there yeah but you could have hit my car i'm like your car wasn't there anyway so super frustrating um just, I mean, you're already feeling so rattled and all the things because of an act, you know, a near accident. Excuse me, but so then be greeted by people angry at you. And anyway, it just really was heartbreaking. It, they did not offer to help. They didn't offer to do anything. Um, there was a sheriff. He called the the. Oh, I, first of all, well, after this happened, I was super proud of myself because I had roadside assistance with my insurance and I've never, I've never had to use roadside assistance. So I called roadside assistance. They said, oh, we'll send someone out. Um, and 
so uh, there's a sheriff there. He makes sure to call plow, you know, make sure there's a plow. So this plow comes wide enough for this one lane road, like I said, this tiny little plow. And he plows up the street and down and salts. And then the neighbors continue to throw their snow into the road. So, you know, like you do, just to have it carried away by someone else. And so then the tow truck came. The tow truck couldn't get up the hill because there was snow on it and he didn't have four-wheel drive. So we just drove away and I said, are you coming back? And he said, I'll send someone back. And I'm like, okay. So I wait and wait and wait. And I find I'm like, I don't think he's sending anyone back. So anyway, long story short, I had to make a mad dash for the airport. So I did planes, trains, and automobiles. I left my car in the hands of my niece and for them to dig it out. And um, I made it to the gate just as they were calling for the final boarding call. So I probably had about 10 minutes to spare. So I got on my flight and sat down. I mean, I was just literally running the whole time. I hadn't eaten. I mean, all the things, you know. So I get on the get on the plane. I sit down next to my seatmates. I'm in the I, I'm on the window seat, which I hate because I'm so tall and I like to stretch and all the things. So I'm on the window seat and I just thought, okay, I'm just gonna relax and try to get you know back in my body, all that stuff, you know. So I sit down next to this beautiful couple, Tina and Kia. I didn't get their last names, but Tina is. Uh, just a beautiful Polynesian woman. I'll tell you why I was giggling in a second, but she's she starts eating this sandwich and I didn't pay much attention to it. You know, I think I had, I grabbed like a bag of marshmallows, a protein bar, and half of my sister's quesadilla from lunch is what I had for my meal snack running to the airport. So I sit down next to Tina and she says, hey, do you want half of the sandwich? She offers me half of her turkey sandwich. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I would. Actually, thank you so much. She goes, you're welcome. And she offered me chips. And anyway, it was she was just the nicest, nice, nice. And it was so, it was just night and day from what I just experienced. Um in Park City. So I had just experienced these people upset about me for driving on the wrong road and nearly hitting their car and um, not not worried at all that I just pushed my car into a snowbank for on their behalf. Anyway, and then to be sitting next to Tina and Kia on the airplane on their way to, they're on their way to like Belize, I think, and some magical island. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to Tina and Kia for sharing their kindness on the plane. And what a world of difference that made. Just that tiny bit of kindness. Like, it was just amazing. So on the after that car wreck, I, I saw this posted on Instagram. And it just says, how beautiful would it be if we said to people we loved... I'm not feeling like my best self today. Can you remind me of who I am? And that person said a few reasons why they appreciate you for you. Appreciation and connection heal us. So I put that on Instagram and in my stories, I think. And I just said, 
I could really use this, you know, and a lot of you reached out and sent them, sent just sent a kind message. And I just hope that that will encourage you or, or you feel empowered to do something similar. If you're having a rotten day, sometimes we just have like those no good, dirty, rotten days, you know, and, and sometimes all that can heal or help is just a kind word from a friend. So Again, thank you to all of you who just gave me a shout out and uh, gave me a little message to lift my spirits. So then I arrived at JFK. So if you're keeping track, that is flight number one, Salt Lake City to JFK. Where I arrived in JFK, there was this uh, adorable mural. Um... Let me see if I can find an overall shot. Oh, maybe I didn't give an overall shot. So right there it says, New Yorker, color the world with kindness. So this is right in JFK T5 JetBlue Terminal. I think it's where the Muji store used to be, which I was quite sad for any of my Muji friends. The Muji store is no longer in T5, but they replaced it with beautiful mural and the artist's name is right there, and I forgot to look it up before I went on here, but I will post it in the comments. She has, uh, she's on Instagram, and she just has this cute mural with all these signs that say, love more, you are strong, you are brave, checklist, be kind, kindness, I like your smile, be a good listener. I mean, just so many messages of positivity and kindness, especially, kindness matters, so... That really lifted my spirits once I got there. So that was um, my trip to New York. Then from New York, I went to Atlanta. I just need to make sure I'm kind of keeping track. Um, then I went to Atlanta. And um, I was about, oh, the, the airport is about um, a 30-minute train ride or whatever, 20, 30-minute train ride into the city. So I just took the train and... I love, I just love new cities. I've never been to Atlanta, just flown through a bunch before, I think, but I love seeing new cities. So uh, I I did post a bunch of pictures from the murals on my Facebook page. So if you follow me on Facebook, they're there, but I love public art. I love murals um, and just the feeling, the vibe of a new city, you know, I think it's just great. So I loved Atlanta. I went down to the QuiltCon. Oh, we didn't talk about what is QuiltCon. Maybe this is a good time for that. So I made it to QuiltCon. Oh, we talked about QuiltCon, sorry. So <laughs> I need to edit myself sometimes. So I made it to QuiltCon. Um, I went in. I found the, found the Handy Quilter booth where I was meeted with greeted with kind faces and hugs from friends. And so that really started off the trip great. And Darren, who is the CEO of Handy Quilter, he's like, I said, um, can I just stash my bag under your table? And he goes, oh, sure. We have another booth over there. Just help yourself. So it was great. Um, so I wandered around the booths. I wandered around the city a little bit. Um, went, to my, uh, my, went to my Airbnb, took a nap, came back, and then went had dinner with a friend. But the, throughout the weekend, so I was there for two and a half days. And my main goal was really to share about this podcast, to meet people one-on-one. -on -one, and I hopefully that so I met some of you there who are tuning in for the first time. So I really wanted to connect with people one-on-one, face-to-face. 
at the QuiltCon. So I did two days of that. It was beautiful. Uh, I want to show a few pictures. Let's see. So the I I you I saw my you saw my um, quilt coat a little bit last time, but I'll show it again in another picture. But these two ladies had made their quilt coats so cute. Got a picture of them. And then this is my friend Ben, Ben Millet from, never mind, I can't remember. So Ben, is, he has a candy quilter. He's now a handy quilter ambassador, but he makes a new uh, sweater, sweatshirt or two for every quilt con. So I think, I don't remember what numbers these are. I apologize, Ben. But so this is one that he made. If you want, I'll put, I'll post his um, Instagram link so you can see more of his jackets if you'd like. He makes these really great sweatshirts and plans them all out and uses every color of Kona cotton you can imagine. Just really great. And then I saw this one. So all these African fabrics in stripes with a hoodie and then just a long jacket. And I am definitely going to make one. And then this sweet lady on the right, she's the one that made these both. So I just love getting a picture of them. And then um, just at the very tail end of the of my time there Saturday afternoon, I was flying out on Sunday. I met this sweet lady. And again, I, I didn't write her name down, but I just, from behind, she looked like my mom. So my mom always wore a denim jacket, a white denim jacket and had kind of shorter hair like that. And so from behind, and I said, I said, Hey ma'am, I really like your outfit or something. I said, you should remind my mom. And she goes, Oh, would you like a mom hug? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I definitely would. So she gave me a mom hug. Um, but the most striking example of kindness that I found there in Atlanta happened um, happened in the booth. So there's a lot of celebrities or so celebrities as we call them. So you know, fabric designers, different companies that are showing their wares, hosting, they have a booth, you know, and I was really excited to meet one person. And I, um, so I just went over, started a conversation and I shared, oh, I have a podcast and I'm focusing on making for mental health. And I'm just looking, let me hide this lady, sorry. And I'm, the, the focus is making for mental health. I'm just wondering if you would consider being a guest. And she's like, oh yeah, I can think about that. So then I was kind of making small talk and I asked sort of the wrong question. And um, I got the response of like, don't you know who I am? And I was a little taken aback. I was so, anyway, I just felt bad because I was just trying to connect with people. And so that kind of ended the conversation. I guess it didn't end very well um with the person saying don't you know who i am and so um contrast that with two other designers that i met and talked with and just they just were the nicest people and like i know it's so hectic i know that you're meeting a million people there's a million people that want a piece of you and i know a portion of how challenging that can be like just from my short time in the quilting world as you will if you will and so these two um designers they just were so kind so sweet and and just said yeah absolutely i'd love to be a part of it or if you maybe you know hit me up 
here's my email address, whatever, find me on my website. Just it was a total contrast. So again, just the amount of, um, just how refreshing, how, ki how kindness matters, how far kindness goes. Even if you're a celebrity, even if you, whatever. I mean, it's just like, it's just easier. I don't know. I just think it's so nice to be kind. How, how wonderful it is to be kind in this world. So from Atlanta, I went to Cincinnati to help out a friend. And her name is Kelly. Uh, Kelly Nicely. I, she has a quilt shop in Kentucky. And now I'm not remembering the right name of it, the right town. Her quilt shop is called Around the Corner Fabrics. And I met Kelly here in Salt Lake at the Handy Quilter um, handy quilter training. I think it was like four years ago we decided. And we just kind of had a, I, we had a connection. Um, we, there was some miscommunication on my part about her time in Salt Lake City. And they were promised a shop pop. And for the training that she was there for, there was not a shop pop generally. And I said, you know what? I'll take you. Let's go. So on Saturday, I went and picked him up at their hotel, took him down. I think it was Saturday or in the evening. I can't remember. It. We went to a couple of quilt shops and I just showed him these, you know, two quilt shops in Salt Lake that I like. So, um, so we just kind of had this connection. So she reached out later on and said, hey, I just opened this shop. Would you ever be willing to come out and give me some training? Um, to me and my employees and I was like yeah and at the time I was like way overwhelmed with my previous job and I just you know I said not right now and then after I quit I she reached out again and said hey would now be a good time and I'm like actually it would so I went to Kelly's place in Kentucky outside of Cincinnati and I just spent three days with her and it was just again the power of kindness how kind she was with me how gracious and just what a lovely host she was. Um, I spent, I guess, three days, really. We kind of chilled out on Monday. And we chilled out on Sunday and napped. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I worked with her and two of her employees one-on-one. -on -one. So it was really a great opportunity to do that. And if you are interested in doing something like that with just yourself or your own shop, reach out to me and I'd love to you know, talk about make arrangements, how we can work, make that work. So I'm all about win-win. I'm all about let's make it work and just, yeah, see what we can do together. So Kelly was great. Oh, I was going to track my flights, but it doesn't matter. I went from Atlanta to Baltimore to um, Cincinnati. And anyway, Kelly was just so great. Um, we had a great time. She took me to like these lovely restaurants and showed me around Cincinnati, her old haunts, and it was just great. Beautiful, beautiful part of the country. And then I flew home through Chicago. <laughs> so Cincinnati, Chicago, Chicago to Salt Lake City. Of course, that flight got delayed because of a rain, thunderstorm, hailstorm came through. My first time in um, tornado warning, so that was fun. And... Then I made it home. And since then, I've just been kind of recalibrating, recalculating. So I was going to say, I told you I was going to tell you my thoughts about my own, my own junk dealing with QuiltCon. So I love, 
I love quilt shows. Um, so my first quilt con was 2018, 19, I believe, in Pasadena. And I had a quilt there, actually. So I had heard about quilt con a year, about a year before. And it was this new thing to me. And like, what is this thing? Who are all these modern quilters? And where have you been all my life? And so I, I had my first quilt in quilt con my only quilt in quilt con there in pasadena but i just remember walking into this um well first the first night uh there's award ceremonies and they had all these uh the community quilts all down these two corridors so you walked into kind of like a v top of v shape the bottom anyway so one went this way one went this way and they just had all these color coordinated quilts that were kind of like a, a color challenge and just went both directions. They're just gorgeous. These oranges, pinks, purple, beautiful color schemes. And so that was just, I mean, just so much creativity, so much um, just quilting out of the box, I guess you'd call it. And they have several categories, uh, different, different techniques and topics that are, you know, different categories you can enter in. So that was beautiful. And then the next morning I was, you know, waiting for waiting, waiting, waiting to go see my quilt. And so I went in there and, and saw, and just to see something that I made hanging there was just such a rush. And so it was amazing. And ever since then, I've like been in the back of my mind, well, if this quilt can't get into quilt con, what's the point? So I've been working through that off and on. Um, and I still think about things like that. I still, I still tell a story with my quilts. Like I still have like an internal story that I'm kind of telling if it's something like that. Um, but I just, I think it's most important just to make for me. Like I have to be the first one. I have to make for me first. And if anyone else that likes it in the world, that's great. And I think that's a lot about this podcast too, is it's, it's for me. It's to work out my own whatever, you know, my own funk, you know, uh, my own mental health issues, if you will, my own making for mental health. It's so hard sometimes. Like I, I have a really perfectionist bug that gets, comes from me. And if you have read anything about Brene Brown, I know I quote Brene Brown a lot and I'm going to put a link to one of her, my, her favorite, um, audiobooks on audible that I really just love, but she talks about the, I like the pursuit of perfectionism and how it's really important to keep a good check on that. So you don't fall into that trap of perfectionism. So that's what I'm kind of been working through this past few months as this has been getting going, getting started is just being like vulnerable, being willing to put myself on the line, being willing to talk about my own issues and but i'm doing it for me first and i hope that it gets i hope that somebody else gets uh, something out of it one thing that i guess didn't really surprise me but i always find i still find it surprising is that how many people that i talk to at quilcon i would just approach people and just you know say hey oh i was you saw my jacket so i was wearing this pink coat most of the time I didn't get my second jacket finished. My first one was too hot to wear because it was Atlanta. My second one was this, which I actually finished in someone's booth in the, in the, um, 
uh, I can't think of the name booth, the Juki booth, and cute lady there helped me out. And then, so I was wearing a pink quilt coat the whole time. So I was very, you know, understated, uh, if you will. I was kind of loud, hard to miss. So I just love talking to people and saying, hey, I have this podcast and the focus for making for mental health. And they would go, yeah, I totally there. I'm there. And that's one thing that really resonated with um, my friend Kelly as well is how much she turned to quilting over the past couple of years. And I'm going to have her as a guest soon. So I don't want to talk too much about her story, but just how much, how many people uh, are already turning to making, turning to doing something with their hands, making something creative, doing something creative with their hands to assist with their mental health. So all of you that are doing so have been doing so, um, I highly encourage you to uh, share, add the tag, uh, making for mental health to your um, posts on social media. And I'd love to just see that as Jimmy Fallon would say, be a trending topic someday. So that's my goal to ignite the conversation globally about uh, making for mental health. So uh, thank you so much for everyone for joining this podcast. I really appreciate it. Right now, just still this on YouTube with plans to add to the other platforms coming soon. I'm working on that as well. So thank you so much. I really appreciate all of you that have given your support so far and have shared this with someone um, and have subscribed. If you haven't already, I'd love it if you subscribe in the link below. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Be kind to one another. It just isn't that hard. And it's just so, it can just, it can just really change someone's life. Um, I felt firsthand a few times this past week, how amazing, how beautiful that just a kind word, a kind action, sharing your turkey sandwich with a stranger on the plane can go to do, to help someone. So practice kindness, be kind to one another. That's all it takes. Uh, and we'll see you again soon. Love you. This has been another episode of the Quilty Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Barfus. I'm also your producer, Johnny Barfus. I'm also your sound engineer. Like and subscribe to this video if you haven't already. I'd love it if you subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Or find this wherever you find your favorite podcast. Have a good one.